All oh, right. Yeah. Another highly professional intro. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. Ah, uh, we're back. Mm. And it's Halloween. It's not quite Halloween, but it's nearly Halloween. By the time this comes out, it's time you get. It'll be November fourth. No. <laughs> <laughs> now we got a week or so, a couple of weeks. Yeah. A week Thursday is Halloween. Mm. Yes. 31st of October. Brexit day. <laughs> what could be more terrifying? Or is it? I don't know. No one knows. I know. No one fucking knows. I've already seen a thing since it's been pushed back again already, so I don't know. I don't know. I could... There was a thing on the radio today on this uh, show where they, they actually brought in like the BBC political editor and another like expert guy. Mm. And they were just there to answer people's phone calls with people going, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> For two hours. Just people phoning up and like, oh. So, yeah. <clears throat> Did they have an answer? Not really. Good. Yeah, cool. So it's like, these are the scenarios that could happen. Cool. cool. But which one is it? Pick a box. Pick any box. Nobody knows. Uh, anywho. On to actual Halloween. So we've got a... Halloween watch list. Mm. I'm going to call it like a playlist, but of films. But we're also doing TV and some shorts as well. Yes. Yes. Not all set at Halloween, but all sort of... What's the word? Atmospheric. Yes. Yes, very Halloween-y vibes, shall we say. <laughs> Anywho's. First of all, a bit about actual Halloween. Mm. Did you know... It's over 2,000 years old. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk. Continue? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I knew it was over 2,000 years old. It started as a Celtic festival which roots are in paganism mm -hmm. called Samhain, yeah. which literally means summer's end. Mm. It's celebrated in Ireland and England and bits of northern France. Mm. Uh, then it was all Christianised. Yeah. Yeah. It became All Hallows' Eve or... Halloween or All Saints Eve as well, mm. where they sort of celebrate martyrs, saints, and just generally the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trick or treating has existed since medieval times mm. in some form or another. And uh, Irish immigrants actually helped popularize it, uh, popularize it in the US. And that's why it's so big in America. And in the 20s, 1920s and 30s was sort of like at its biggest. Mm. Well, probably now it's actually at its biggest. Yeah. It's actually the second biggest holiday in America. Yes. Yeah. And trick-or-treating became very popular after they stopped rationing sugar during World War II. That would make sense. Yes. Mm. <laughs> it's like, mmm, the sugar boom. Trick-or-treat. I'll have a trick, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, so that's how it ended up uh, in America through Irish immigrants. Mm. And like I said, it's not... It's just an American holiday. It's made up. It's not, actually. So go fuck yourself. No. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we also have the Irish to thank for the uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. Which I think were originally made from turnips or um, swedes. I've seen one made out of a swede before and it's horrifying. Mm, I've seen one made out of a pineapple. That's really scary. Mm. Um, what was the other one we made? I made one with a squash once. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty creepy as well. There's probably potatoes as well. But... Mm. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's this old legend, uh, Irish folk tale... Of, uh, there was a guy called Stingy Jack. Right. I don't know how I got that name. Just... <laughs> I'm going to sit and speculate and keep my mouth shut. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> I know. Stingy Jack, and he tricked the devil 
somehow, and he wasn't allowed into heaven or hell, so he roamed the earth carrying a lantern, hence mm. Jack of the Lantern. Oh. And that's how we have Jack or just pumpkins, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. That's cool, didn't know that. And that's a brief history of Halloween. Mm. You can go into it a lot more, but we're not going to right now. Got some bits to talk about. Where to start? This isn't mm. really in any order. I think you would do the... Like the shorts and stuff first. Yeah, which I managed to watch. If you sent me a list, I managed to make my way through most of them. Yeah. Uh, let's start off Terrifier then. Yeah, let's. let's, let's. <laughs> From 2011. Not the film Terrifier, but the short called Terrifier, which the film is based on mm. the feature length version. Uh, we will at some point be talking about Terrifier, possibly an end of decade list. Ooh. So basically you're telling me I've got two and a half months to watch it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, this is the short, Terrifier from 2011, directed by, again, Damien Leon, mm. and uh, starring Mike Giolani as Art the Clown. Yeah. Nowadays, it's a guy called, uh, what's his name? David Howard Thornton. Mm. Or is it Howard David Thornton? Anyway. Mm. Art the Clown. It's a different idea, but Art was originally <laughs> active, uh, played by this guy, Mike Giolani. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's really good. It's very cool. It's only, what is it, 20 minutes long? Think about that, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, it reminds me a bit of, um, did you ever see John Carpenter's Body Bags? No, Which actually. Which was like, I think, three short films. Or oh, have I? Carpenter plays the guy in the morgue who's kind of like the crypt keeper and he's like the... I might have done the MC of them. them. Yeah, it's mm. quite. I guess about late eighties, maybe mm. early nineties. It sort of reminds me of that, and it is terrifying at the yeah. way it's shot and the way it looks. It's all done in that kind of grindhouse, gross-looking sort of thirty-five mil, isn't it? Mm. Um, the the feature-length film isn't, but that might get a bit annoying after you know yeah. an hour. But um, yeah, and you can find it on YouTube. Mm. And I did. And you did. And I watched it. <laughs> yes. And you were not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is great. And um, yeah, well, at some point we will be talking more about the actual film Terrifier. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, haven't getting anything since I've only watched it, like, you know, the, the modern version of that. I only watched that about a month ago. Yeah. So watching another scary clown thing. I was like, oh, so how is this going to compare? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he makes Pennywise look like a fucking Disney princess. He really does. <laughs> It's the lack of noise thing. Yeah, in the the full length film, well, that that really comes into play. Like when we were talking about Red Dead and mm. the, um, the night folk that don't make any noise, he's yeah. like that. He doesn't make any noise at all. He's a mime essentially, mm. and mimes are scary. Yes, as are clowns. Well, some clowns. This clown's fucking scary. This clown is fucking scary. This clown is fucking scary. But yeah, that's one for your your watch list. Mm. Terrifier, two thousand and eleven. The next lot. This is actually, I told you to watch these shorts, so there's actually a whole channel. It's the Witching Season channel, mm. which is also, again, all on YouTube, all free. I think I watched about four of these. I think um, there's five, five well, or six. There's the, so there's the Witching Season Horror Anthology, which they made in 2015, which I believe is five, or is it six? I can't remember. I think it's five short films, all mm. again about 20 minutes. There's Killer on the Loose. Princess, not alone, they live inside us, mm. and I think, oh, what's it called, Is That You? Let's say it is. Something like that. Yeah. So this is all created by a guy called Michael Balif, mm -hmm. from, I believe, Utah. Right. And, uh, yeah, independent filmmaker, um, 
they've made these. The fact that these are all free, you can watch it all, is fucking great. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed these. They're really um, cool. They're very... Um, they seem to go for more, like, atmosphere. Yeah. As They're not, like, blood and gore heavy mm. at all, really. No. It's mainly about the, like, the look of it and the, the music in it is great. That intro, that's done by a guy called Slasher Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing that in the credits. Yeah, Slasher Dave. His, his stuff's all on Spotify as well. Mm. Really fucking cool stuff. It's all, like, that kind of synthwave scary shit going on. Toit. Toit. Mm. Um... There's actually also on their on their channel something called Halloween Atmospheres, mm. Volume One, which is about half an hour of just um, noises. Kind of, what do you call it? ASMR. Oh, the audio sensory. Yeah, it kind of it's similar to that, mm. and um, with just like very slow kind of static images of like I don't know a Halloween decoration blowing in the wind, and it's half an hour of that. Mm. It's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of thing like, uh, like you put these on in the background while you're carving a pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very cool. There's also uh, a one-minute horror film on there called The Familiar. Okay. Which is quite cool. I can't actually remember what happens in it. <laughs> I believe it on that one minute. Like, wait, what happened? <laughs> uh, there's another, I think on there as well, is a 48-hour uh, short. Mm. Which is, have you heard of these? These 48-hour... Um, is this like you've got 48 hours to yeah, make it? Yeah, it's not a 48 hour long yeah. film. Yeah, it's you've got 48 hours to from to write it, shoot it, and cut it. Yeah. And there's, I, I'm pretty sure these guys did one of them, and that's on there. It might be the one called Is That You? That's another mm. short horror they've got on there. But yeah, all cool stuff, and it's all free on YouTube. Mm. They're also currently making a feature length version of They Live Inside Us, which mm. is, did you see that one? It's the short where the guy's in the house by himself trying to. He's trying to write Sadly a story. not, no. I, I think, think it's one of the last ones on there. I think I ended on the one just before that where it's the um, the guy in the hotel room with the alien. Oh, yeah, that one. That one's really cool. That freaked me out. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, but they, so they got their first feature-length film coming out, I think, quite soon. Mm. I think it's in, like, post-production. Um, yeah, a guy called Michael Balif and his buddy Chris Morris, who is kind of like the... Lon Chaney of the witching season. Like, he's in everything. In right. some either, like, small role so or main role. it's not that Chris Morris, then? No, it's not Chris Morris from Brass, Brass Eye and, and Four Lions. <laughs> yeah, it's not that one. No. I think he'd make a banging horror movie. <laughs> he probably would. That'd be very, very funny if it was him, isn't it? But mm. it's not. But yeah, check them out, definitely. Mm. And also, Slasher Dave's music. I really enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, very, very yeah, cool. I did like them. Yes. Uh, where are we? Oh, another, another one on YouTube. This is from the TV show. Do you remember Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I do. <laughs> not just because you said watch this, and my brain went okay. Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So Ed, Ed, and Eddie's Halloween special mm. called Boo Ha Ha. Yes, which I quite enjoy. Yes, Ed, Ed, and Eddie was this early two thousands um, cartoon network cartoon. Kind of similar to sort of Ren and Stimpy mm. in a way that, that kind, kind of, of over the top manic, over the top manic, kind of crudely animated, mm. fucked up kids cartoon. Mm. Yeah, about three boys all named Edward. Yeah. Oh, everyone who's doing a voice in that show sounds like they've just huffed a massive bag of crack. <laughs> yeah. like they are so like <laughs> whenever yeah, they're talking. It's like. mental. So yeah, you've got the three Eds, Ed, Ed, Eddie. Uh, one smart, one's dumb. The other one is. Kind of megalomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And uh, yeah, in this Halloween special, they they go trick or treating, mm. and Ed, the 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 dumb one, mm-hmm. the tall one they call Lumpy, mm-hmm. he has become what well, I like. I don't know. He's he's basically he's been watching too many horror films, mm. and now he's having hallucinations. Yeah, and every time he sees any of the other characters in their costumes, he thinks that it's, it's actually like a spider or a mm. witches, and he beats them up <laughs> and gets the gang in a lot of trouble by acting. And he goes into these tricky hallucinations, and the animation is like I mean, it's kind of it was always a bit crude, but it seems like the the guys making it got to have a lot of fun with like the creature designs mm. of these things and like turning them into the like a let's say like the giant spider thing is, yeah let's keep talking about that one yeah <laughs> and, uh, yeah it's kind of like um if you imagine the uh the charlie brown halloween special mm. on acid yeah this is, this is what that is like it's fucking mental I remember like, that was one of the ones that I was trying to watch it. I had it on in the background at work. And I, was, I was like, put it on like 10, 15 minutes before my break. Mm. And then I had to stop it, pause it, got on my break, sat down and just watched it. And I think I just raised an eyebrow <laughs> and the screen for 20 minutes going, the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, it's fucking crazy. But and this is like kids cartoons. But it is really funny. Like Again, it's definitely one of those ones where... You'd I'd be cautious about letting a kid watch that if they were too young. Be like, oh, I like Ralph, the like Norwegian one, mm. who's spending his Halloween in a mushroom field. Yeah, Taking mushrooms in that bucket he wears on his head. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> nothing untoward going on there whatsoever. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's it's trippy and weird, mm. but it's great, I think. And I even I. I was still watching Ed, Ed and Eddie when I was sort of at that age where I was probably a bit too old to be watching kids' cartoons. Mm. But I know great. not of such an age. <laughs> it's still fun. Mm. Yeah. Great. So yeah, that is also on YouTube and yeah. you can watch for free. I think that's about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I think that's 20, I think. But yeah. yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie, boo-ha-ha. Ed, Ed and Eddie's boo-ha-ha. Fun to watch, fun to say. <laughs> it is. Yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, next... The Simpsons. Do you like The Simpsons? I love The Simpsons. I know you love The Simpsons. <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows I fucking love The Simpsons. Up to like season 10. <laughs> that show should have been cancelled like 10 years ago. I think the movie was when I switched off. I think the movie is when they should have ended it. Yeah. And the movie was good. I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as like the South Park movie. But no. I did still think it was good. It was yeah, I still thought it was good, movie. but not as good as like what it was, like seasons one to ten. Mm. But yeah. But the only consistency that they have, no matter how old all the seasons, is they always have every year the Treehouse of Horror episode mm. where they can basically do whatever they want. Yeah. And they do. So there's no... I mean, like... Yeah, The Simpsons is crap now. But the Treehouse of Horrors are still good. Yeah. Because they, yeah, yeah, they can do whatever they want. It's been going since the second series. Mm. Treehouse. Actually, I think it was yesterday, uh, episode 666, which was the 30th Halloween episode. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually remember, like, before The Simpsons started, I think it was just, we were just getting Sky One installed at home when Sky was very first a thing. Mm. And I remember watching like the little five, ten minute preview of The Simpsons, but before they actually showed episode one of it. Yeah. Like. So it's, it's like, um, with The Simpsons, I, it's just always been there. Mm. I think it first aired in 89 when I was like one. Yeah. So it's just always, it was, as of growing up, it was just always yeah, on Yeah, that'd TV. be about it was right. Always I was, there. I was still living not in Bournemouth when I. Mm. 
Some of the best ones though. The now <laughs> I've written these down as they're written down on say like Wikipedia or mm. on IMDb, which is in Roman numerals. Okay. So some of these numbers might be wrong. <laughs> Do you need help reading Roman numerals? <laughs> uh, no, just pretend it's a really long Italian film director's name. You'll be fine. Okay. What's X one X? A nineteen. No, or was it X one? That'd be nine, wouldn't it? No, X one is eleven. It's either eleven or it's nineteen. One X is nine. X is ten. X one is eleven. Right. So X one X would be nineteen. I think it's nineteen. Anyway, it's the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> it's the Great Pumpkin Millhouse, which is a spoof of it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Right. Um, but unlike the Charlie Brown episode, you actually get to see the Great Pumpkin mm. who comes and eats everybody because they're carving up pumpkins. Mm. Yes. Uh, v one one seven. Yes. Yes. Fly v fly, which is a spoof of. The Fly. Nice. But more of the 50s B-movie one. Right. As opposed to the David Cronenberg yeah. one. And uh, yes, yeah, so you have a teleporter and Bart gets stuck in it and he's flying around. Plus you have the fly head on Bart's body, which they just kind of accept. <laughs> I think I vaguely remember seeing that one or just seeing the artwork for it, but I can't remember if I've actually seen the episode of it. It's, yeah, it's good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, V5? Yep, she has for five. Also, there are three stories in each episode, but I'm just picking out certain segments. Mm. Uh, the Shinning. Oh, I wonder what that could be a riff on. Yeah, because you don't want to get sued. Mm. So it's The Shinning, which they make a joke <laughs> of. Um, yeah, it's a really great parody of The Shining mm. with, what was the thing? No TV and no beer, make Homer go something, something. Go, go crazy. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one I remember. And uh, Groundskeeper Willie as the like ground. <laughs> He's the one that's like, it's the shinning. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Treehouse of Horror uh, 3, Clown Without Pity, which is a... Um, actually, all of three is good. Clown Without Pity, which is basically Charles play with mm. a crusty doll. Yeah. Um... King Homer, which is uh, King Kong, mm. but with Homer as King nice. Kong. It's also got one of, one of those jokes in it, but I don't know why I laugh at it, but I always do. Mm. It's when Mr. Burns tries to throw a gas grenade mm. at King Homer, and obviously he can only throw like half a foot. Mm. So it lands in front of him and it goes off. <laughs> and then you just have Mr. Burns emerge from this gas club going, I was strolling through the gas one day. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh, but it does. <laughs> and Dial Z for zombie. Yeah. Which is a classic one. Is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? For some reason, Shakespeare is buried in Springfield. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, 1v6. Four. Four. The Bart Simpson's Dracula. Mm-hmm. which is, again, one of my faves, and a great parody of Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola film. Mm. Uh, Mr. Burns is Dracula, complete with the wig, yeah. and you have the shadow in the background doing things like throwing a yo-yo. Mm. I think you remember that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, from that same one, what's the, oh, The Devil and Homer Simpson, mm. where Ned Fanders is the devil. Yes, yeah, it's meant to be like the devil and Max Devlin. Yeah, he mm. sells his soul for a donut. That sounds about right. Yeah. I've seen some good donuts in my time. And uh, Terror at Five and a Half Feet, which is mm. the parody of the Twilight Zone episode. Mm. The one with um, William Shatner, the thing on the, the wing. 
And probably my favourite one, and I think still the best, is actually from the first one where they did The Raven with James L. Jones. Yes, that is amazing. It is really good. <laughs> and The Raven says, eat my shorts. It's yeah. like, no. He says, never more. And it's all he'll ever say. And yeah, a bar as The Raven. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's genius. I think James L. Jones is also in that same episode in a different segment with The Haunted House. I think he does the... Voice of the house from memory. Yeah, I think you might be right. Mm. But yeah, the Raven one of James L. Jones is it's great. It's mm. really generally really fucking good. Mm. Actually, they're all pretty good. We also had like throughout the years guest directors doing like the opening segments. Mm. So, um, Banksy did one, which was mm. depressing, um, and Guillermo del Toro did one probably mm. about five years ago. So, and basically, Guillermo del Toro took the opening of The Simpsons, you know, the classic, um, mm. but just added in characters from his films. Right. And it's really cool. Well, I'll show it to you after this. Yeah, do, man. <laughs> yeah. You're excellent. But yeah, The Simpsons, I, you can find them online somewhere, but yeah, definitely great, fun, Halloween viewing. Yes. Yes. Family friendly as well. Yes, yes. As, is that Ed and Eddie? Nah, no. <laughs> I don't think that one was, no. Isn't this a Right, on to our first film, actual film mm. we're talking about. We're sticking with family friendly, it's Hocus Pocus. Oh, I love this It's movie. just a bunch of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Mm. From 1993. It's loud. Yeah. Jesus. Directed by a guy called Kenny Ortega, mm. who, unless you're a big fan of high school musicals, you not. probably haven't I'm seen, not, seen no. anything else he's done. <laughs> ah... So, a curious youngster moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of despicable witches that are executed that were executed in the 17th century. Mm-hmm. So, Salem, the Sanderson sisters, who I don't think are based on real characters, I think so. but obviously Salem is famous for its witch trials. Mm. <clears throat> and it stars Bette Midler. Woo! She's amazing in this, she's I have to say. Brilliant. She's really, really fucking good in this. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, whose 10th great-grandmother was accused of being a witch. Mm. Found that out in that, uh, Who Do You Think You Are? No. History. Well, they go back for the family tree line. Kathy uh, Jimmy, Omri Katz, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw. Oh, and Doug Jones. Yay! As Billy Butcherson. Mm. I always forget it's Thora Birch as the young lass in it as well. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I love this film. I have done, like... A, Always, yeah. I can vaguely remember when it. What about about five when I came out? Mm. I think it's one of the things that my sister had mm. on VHS because she's a few years older than me. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very quotable as well. Mm. It wasn't a big financial hit, mm. but over the years it's become a bit of a cult classic. I think, especially with like our generation, kind of like millennials that 
people that are still nostalgic for the 90s when things were better. You know, this <laughs> um, I think it made a lot of money just through um, like rentals as well, because obviously like it was one of blockbusters them, yeah, and yeah. stuff was like a big thing still back then. Yeah, and um, yeah, and it is genuinely funny. The, the fucking, the two guys, Jay and Ice. Yeah. My name ain't Ernie no more, it's Ice. And he's got Ice shaped in the back of his fucking head. Hey, Hollywood! Mm. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> Disney sat on the script for this. I think they had it from 1984. Right. And it was, at one point, just going to be uh, one of these, like, Disney Channel or, like, straight-to-video kind of things. Mm. I think it was when Bette Midler came on board. Obviously, she was a big Bigger star. Time, yeah, it? yeah. And, um, but it was actually... Re it was released in July. I think I remember that for some reason. In 93, and th the reason they released it in July is so that it wouldn't compete with Disney's other... Halloween thing, the Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas, which yeah. was released in October. I think as well that would have meant about about that time. It's about still July to October, about four months, which would have been about the sort of time it would have dropped on VHS afterwards. As well. Yeah, probably yeah. Um, so. And um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like I said, it's very quotable. There's many memes out there. Mm. You can still I find. I think my favourite was the one with Bette Midler just looking slightly disgusted, looking down, and it's like when someone else's child bumps into you in the supermarket. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah. Well, as well as like when you, what is it? When you want to sp spend all your money on spooky shit, but the money spell didn't work because your sister forgot the dead man's toe and met Bidler choking Sarah just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best one is when she opens up and what she says, I love a glorious morning. Makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, also Binks the cat. You know, he's, the he's amazing. The animatronic cat was reused mm. for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The I TV know, I'd series. heard that was a rumour and I didn't think that was true. No, I think it's true. Like, there awesome. were a few, because the cat is obviously called Salem, so yeah. back around. Um, I think there were a few Salems throughout the years. Mm. But the, I think the first one was actually a reused Binks. From that's Hocus really cool. Uh, and the um, actual town of Salem, which has a like parade every year uh, for, I think it was 2018, it was the 25th anniversary, cool. had a Hocus Pocus float. Oh, I bet that was awesome. With, I think it was Winifred, Bette Midler's character, <clears throat> dressed up as a like Salem park ranger or something <laughs> like that. It's like a big thing of that. But yeah, and also the other <laughs> bit of trivia the when they get the witches into the kiln yeah and then afterwards they're celebrating outside the school mm -hmm. there's a fountain in the schoolyard the fountain was reused in friends and is the fountain from the beginning the yeah, opening credits of the, friends um, the building that you see in that shot they're actually in that building aren't they because mm. um, that popped up on some form of social media quite recently i'm going to say facebook because i'm very <clears> rarely <throat> on the others but yeah i remember looking at that and going, huh that's kind of cool yeah, it's very cool. It's very, so it's a lot of fun. It's very that kind of innocent Halloween, mm. you know, back when you went trick or treating and life was fun, mm. as opposed to now. What was the Brexit. thing they, they, did, they did? Quite a nice little job with like the relationship between the brother and his kid sister in that as well. Which ones? Because um, it's the, the main brother and oh, Danny, Thora Birch, and yeah, uh, whatever his character's called, Hollywood. Yeah, him. Um, I remember that being quite sweet. Yeah, because there is sort of a running theme of uh, like siblings throughout the whole film. Obviously, you have yeah. the Sanderson sisters, mm -hmm. your sisters, and then you have Binks and 
Emily. Yeah. His sister. He's not. Wait, what's Thackeray Banks? That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. So that's how it all starts. Is they take his sister. He mm. goes after her, and then he is cursed to live as a cat forever. That doesn't sound like the worst curse in the world. I've got to say. No. I would happily be a cat for a long time. <laughs> as long as I can um, have thumbs. Just give me some thumbs. I'll be a cat. Give me some thumbs. I'll be a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then of course Danny and the elder brother. Mm. And yeah, there is that sort of running theme of siblings and throughout the film. And also, it's got a great fucking uh, party scene. Yeah, the musical the, number where the they do put a spell on you. That's it. It's it. actually amazing. Well, obviously, Bette Midler can sing like a mofo, so. Yeah, the, the ending, uh, that sort of, I'm not sure what you call it, those notes at the end. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And the the, uh, the band as well, all mm. look amazing, all dressed up in yeah. their skeleton gear. You got the mum as Madonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. Dance, 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 dance until you die. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And then she puts the spell on them and they all just dance. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> Fucking mental. <clears throat> but yeah. Hocus Pocus. Kind of want to watch Hocus Pocus now. I watched it like a few, yeah. I think like last week. Yeah, I think I came home and you were watching it. Yeah. Great film. Love it. Mm. Always have, always will. <clears throat> Next, uh, Scream. Oh yeah, I forgot we were going to talk about this. Yeah, Scream from 1996. Let's forget how old this one is as well. I I do remember when this came out. I didn't see it when it came out. Obviously, I was only like eight years old at the time. Mm. So I couldn't. Um, but I think my mum bought me the VHS. Good parenting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Finn's mum. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this film. Yeah, it's I, genius. Yeah, I've seen it like loads. I watched it and watched it when I had it on video. Mm. Yeah, it's great. So, directed by Wes Craven, he's back. Yes. It's pretty impressive to have like, I mean, it's sort of as a director, you want like to make good films. As a horror director, you want something like memorable and iconic. Mm. And to do that once, you're pretty lucky. Wes Craven did it twice. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street and this. Mm -hmm. So props to props to your boy. So a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Ooh. It stars Neve Campbell. You have a Neve, are you? Neve Nev. I don't know, I've heard Neve Nev. Never again. Boring Campbell. Yeah. She is boring. I think Campbell's, I think soup. Maybe meatballs. I think Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> or the chin. Uh, Courtney Cox. Yep. David Arquette. Yep. Skeet Ulrich. Indeed. Rose McGowan. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. So I have to allow myself a little moment for Rose McGowan there. <laughs> I was of that age when I saw this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That blonde wig. Dyed her hair because she didn't mm. want to clash with Campbell. Because mm. she's naturally a brunette. Yes. Uh, we're getting Matthew Lillard. Who is really, really good in this. Yeah, he actually ad-libbed most of his lines. I can see that. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Yay. Henry Winkler. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, of course, Drew Barrymore. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I really liked her extensive long-term performance in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is... They kind of done a psycho of this. Yeah. Didn't they? Because if you remember, like... Um, they deliberately marketed her as being, like, the main star Yes, and obviously Drew Barrymore was a big star. Well, still is a big star, but a big star in 1996. And she snuffs it. Yeah, like the first the, five minutes. The first, yeah, in the opening act. 
Mm. So yeah, we have this killer. The he's just called Ghostface, mm. um, but obviously it's based on the Scream by Edward Mun- Edvard Munch. Okay, yeah that. Oh yeah, that yeah, of course. Yeah, probably why the film's called Scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was originally going to be called Stab. S- scary movie. Stab is the film within the film in the sequel. Right, yeah, I've got those two mixed yeah. up. Yeah, because um, I remember it was one of them. I thought I was being clever there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't originally going to be called Scary Movie because mm. it is very... Uh, Self-referential. Yes, mm. it's very tongue-in-cheek. It knows what it's doing. Mm. It well, they literally, they have the scene in the classroom where they sit down and discuss the rules of horror movies, mm. which is fucking brilliant. Right. And I think the second one... Mm. In film school. In the first one, you have Randy go through the rules, mm. which are these. Mm. You will not survive if you have sex, mm-hmm. drink or do drugs, uh-huh. say, I'll be right back. Uh-huh. Um, also, everyone is a suspect. Mm-hmm. And oh, you'll die if you ever say who's there. Mm. And you'll die if you ever go outside and investigate. Mm. Those are his rules. So, yes. It's kind of a... Um, it's also like a whodunit. Yeah. Throughout the whole film. It did have... The, the actual identity of the killer was really well done and it's a great twist at the end. Yeah, I remember watching it for the first time being like, I actually don't know who done it. Mm. And they talk about in the films uh, red herrings. Mm. They say that Sydney's dad is red herring. But in the actual film, there are red herrings. Mm. So if you remember the scene where you just see the boots in the cubicle of the toilet. Yeah. And then the cloak drop. Yeah. And then he runs out and blah, blah, blah. But that shot of just those boots there mm. under the cubicle and then the thing comes down. About 20 minutes later in the film, the police chief is smoking a cigarette puts on the ground and there's a shot of his boots mm. which are identical to, to the, the boots yeah, yeah. stump pushing I out the remember, I think I remember seeing that at the and time and the first time we're like ah mm. and he kind of gives this I don't know this slightly odd look to mm. I think it's Dewey he's talking to mm. this kind of like slightly sinister look and then it, as it cuts away from his boots you should just see which is a massive red herring yeah. in this film uh Oh, and also the amount of Halloween references, as in the film Halloween. Mm. Um, and actually Psycho. So in Psycho, is it the boyfriend is called Loomis? Yes. And in Halloween... It's Billy Loomis. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And this is Billy Loomis. In mm. Halloween, obviously, it's Sam Loomis, mm. Dr. Loomis. Um, they also have, I think, some music from... Well, isn't that just the double reference, isn't it? Because we remember when we were talking about Halloween before, it turns out that Anthony Perkins is... Um, Blah, 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 blah. The actual guy who was like his name in the movie, Norman Bates, mm. his psychiatrist is the same guy who ends up looking after Michael Myers. Uh, is it or is it just the same name? I think it's heavily, it's meant to be implied that it's the oh, same person. right. Um, and also, of course, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis' mum. Mm. It's Janet Lee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, psycho. Oh, comes together. He's pretty much the same knife for the first kill as well. <laughs> yes. Um, and also there's a scene, the, uh, the party scene, mm. which uh, it runs for 42 minutes in wow. the film. Yeah, the final kind of party, the night. Um, it was shot over 21 nights from sundown to sun up. 
Yes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I think the cast and crew called it like the longest party of all time. Um, and it uses, because in, so they have this big party and uh, Randy, the, the horror nerd, is making everybody watch Halloween. Mm. And once they find out the principal's been killed, mm. they all leave the party to go find his body because it's been hung up from the goalpost. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. Um, you don't see that, but... Sorry, when you said they were watching Halloween, I had that line in my head when everyone was like, when's she going to get naked, dude? He's like, no, 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 she didn't show her tits until she went places. to the jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because places, 1980, whatever year Three. That's um, a wicked film as well. <laughs> yeah, so they all run off, and Randy is drunk watching Halloween still on his own, and the mm. killer is creeping through the house, but there's no music. All you hear is the sound from the film, so mm. they're using... The theme, the, the, yeah. the music, the music from Halloween for their own bloody scene, <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, and then you have like the, the creeping, and sort of the screaming and all that stuff, and that's kind of the the score essentially for that particular part of that scene. Mm. And yeah, it's very cool. Plus, there's a great cameo from Wes Craven as Fred the janitor, who ah. has a hat. And yeah, he's fedora Fred and Scott, a, isn't he? Fred and green stripes yeah. jumper on. What do you call me? Not you, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Amazing. and this film was huge when it came out. This kind mm. of reignited slasher films, mm. essentially. Like if it weren't for this, it probably wouldn't have got like Freddy versus Jason. It would have. Well, I mean, that was shit. But like, <laughs> it wouldn't have continued if you see what I mean. Mm. Um, yeah, I, had the, I think the budget was like 14 mil and it grossed on like 173. Mm. Well, the guy who wrote it as well, Kevin Williamson, obviously he went on to just carry on writing a few more of these. Mm. I know he did, um, I know what he did last summer. Yeah. And then obviously he did The Faculty, which we both talked about our love for that before. Yeah. And wasn't he a writer on Dawson's Creek or something? I can imagine because... Mm. It's got that snappy, zingy dialogue. Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing. And yeah, it's got that, it's very that, it's 90s Almost, teen drama. I think it used to get called cool at Buffy Speak. Because obviously, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV yeah. series was like largely responsible for. I mean, Scream is basically just Dawson's Creek if it was a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. I, don't, I never really watched Dawson's Creek. So. I, no, not really. I remember when it was on, it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, like late 90s. But, um, so that's probably got like Joshua Jackson, James Vanderbeek, um, Michelle. <laughs> that one that married Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. What was she? She was she? No. She, was she in the faculty? Um, I can't remember now. Actually, I know she did something. I oh, was it almost famous. No. No, that's Kate Hudson. That's Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mental tangent now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're really good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this yeah this film was huge. It's fucking great. It's one mm. of my probably one of my favorite horrors because again, it's just it's the nineties and it's nostalgia. Mm. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Sell your phones. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one little line in there, like, it's called Tat, you fuck rag. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put a blade in the mailbox? Because the other blade in the mailbox, that's your pancreas. I was like, oh my God, Randy, I thought you died. No, I'm okay, I'm alive. I never thought I'd be so glad to be a virgin in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> and then, yeah, there were some sequels as well. Mm. Two, I really liked. I liked it up until the death of a certain character. I think it lost its way in the last like 20 minutes. Do you want Randy? Yeah. It changes tone when Randy dies. Mm, yeah, Randy was kind of like the. Well, he's not. Well, yeah, the thing is, 
Randy is a character that's not supposed to die. Mm. But he also states himself that in sequels, the body count is up yeah. and anyone anyone's can die. fair game. Yeah, yeah, anyone's fair game. So he does kind of seal his own fate. Mm. Plus, I'm assuming he had sex between the films. Maybe. So good for Randy. Well, he was sat drinking all the way through the first one anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I did like the second one. Again, it's kind of the same vibe. It's like it's, it's, instead of high school, now they're at college. Mm. Um, Timothy Oliphant's in it. He is. As Mickey, Mickey, the freaking Tarantino <laughs> film student. That's it, yes. And um, there's a little thing in between them that really annoys me. Jamie Kennedy, Randy, gets a movie quote wrong, and it's a very important movie quote. one from Aliens? Yeah. Yes, yeah. and he corrects him. Um, yeah, because well, the other guy says it right, and then he corrects him and gets it wrong. Ah. Because he goes, oh, meant to be get away from her, you bitch. And he goes, I think you'll find the line is stay away from her, you bitch. I'm like, I think you'll find it's fucking not. Yeah. And that really wound me up. But I think they did that deliberately. He deserved to die. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, maybe that is why they do kill him. It's like because he got, you know, he's supposed to be the, the movie nut, and he's just upset all his fans that have come back to watch him in this stunning sequel. Mm. But clearly, he was going to be the hero, and up oh, now he's misquoted aliens. Fuck him off. That's a great scene, actually. Again, sort of the um, self-referential and oh, what do you call it? I guess like postmodern. Mm. Um, that whole scene where they are talking about sequels and they're saying sequels suck. Yeah. And they start debating which sequels are, you know, better, T2. I think Randy at one point says House 2 mm. or Prom Night Revisited or something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, both. And then, yeah, Mickey's answer is the guy, I have it, by the way, The Godfather Part, part two. 2. And yeah. he's not fucking wrong. Yeah, That's and every, everyone, everyone, everyone kind of goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 3, which is I okay. barely remember 3. I think... I know Cotton's in it a lot more. Liv Schreiber's character. Cotton, yes. Is it Cotton Weary? Cotton Weary, yes. So mm. he's the one in the... You only see him in the first one in like uh, on TV in court footage, don't you? Yeah. He's um, in the second one a little bit because... Um, he's in the beginning, isn't he? Yeah. Because that was... It no, no, one? he's... Wait. Is it the second one he's in? It must be. Yeah. I think it is. Because isn't Courtney Cox interviewing him in the second one? Yeah. No. Because in the third one, he's only in the beginning. He is. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. So the second one he's in, third one he's in, but very briefly. Yeah. Um, and you get to see lots more of him. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. Yeah, he is the <laughs> character that is accused of killing uh, Nev, 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 whatever, Campbell's Sydney. mother. Sydney. Oh, I always had a thing for you, Sid. <laughs> and then the fourth one, which I saw at the cinema and I haven't seen since, and I cannot, I couldn't tell you what happens. I don't remember it. I heard the fourth one's really good. Rory Culkin's in it. That's all I remember. Who? Rory Culkin, brother of Macaulay. Oh, wow. He's a good actor, actually. Is he the one who's in Scott Pilgrim? He might be. Playing Scott's gay flatmate. He might be. If it's him, he's amazing. He's in Mean Creek, which is a fucking brilliant film. Hmm. Um, and he's in uh, the, the, this new film that's come out Lords of Chaos about the death metal kids from Finland that burned the church down or was it Sweden or Norway Norway cool in the 80s nice yes sounds fun yeah oh it's also if you ever seen a film called Igby Goes Down Roy oh. Culkin's in that and he's re and uh, Jeff Goldblum is in it with him I know uh, of that movie yeah, actually. Fact, yeah. really good film uh, anyway those are the screen films. Also, there's a, a Netflix spin-off. Yeah, apparently the first season's really good, and I don't know what happened with it past that. Uh, I, I think I've seen a few episodes of it. It's kind of like the mask is different. Mm. That's all I remember. Okay. Um, and obviously it's a, a, like a TV drama series thing dragged out. Yeah. 
I don't know, maybe one kill an episode. <laughs> You've got like the spoofier version of it as well called Scream Queens. Oh, I, think, I think it's unrelated. But um, again, it's meant to be like a really silly, definite mm. parody, definite comedy, sort of over-the-top silliness. Like one of the main characters being played by Jamie Lee Curtis because, you know, obviously the original Scream Queen. Yes. Well, Janet Lee. Eh. 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 Um... But I haven't heard of it. I think there was talks recently that we're going to remake it or reboot it. Probably. But I'm I... hoping that goes the way of the Crow remake and just never fucking happens. Like. Yeah, same, mm. basically. But yeah, Scream. Chuck it the fuck out. Next. What is next? Sleepy Hollow. Yay! Mm. Yes. Another one I haven't seen for ages, but I saw a bit of when you were watching it the other night. Yes. And I, I... saw one of my favourite bits of it when you were watching it the other night. What's that? Casper uh, Van Dien's death. Spoilers. <laughs> <Yes>. <coughs> yeah, there's three kills in it I really, really love. He's one of them where he just kind of gets chopped in half. Mm. Uh, you got uh, Richard Griffiths when he's running through the woods and he gets decapitated, but his, his head, head spins around like three times. Yeah. And then it's uh, Michael Gambon getting speared through the window and dragged out of the church. Yes. He's Fucking awesome. Crazy. So yeah, Sleepy Hollow from 1999. <coughs> Still in the 90s. Mm. Uh, it's like the 99 and they're just people with long black coats. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by Tim Burton. Yay, I think this is the really first good. Tim Burton film we've ever talked about. Could well be, actually. Yeah. Uh, of course, based on the book by Washington Irving. Mm. So Ichabob Crane is sent to Sleepy Hollow to investigate the decapitations of three people, with the culprit being the legendary apparition, the Headless Horseman. Ooh. Ooh. So, it stars Jimmy Dip. Sorry, <laughs> 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 that really caught me off guard. <clears throat> Johnny Depp, <clears throat> Christina Ricci, Miranda. By the way, this is sounds like. Does this not sound like Tim Burton's dream cast? Yeah. Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, Michael Gambon, Casper Van Dien, Jeffrey Jones, Richard Griffiths, Ian McDiarmid, McDiarmid, yeah, Emperor Palpatine, Michael Goff, Christopher Walken, Lisa Marie, uh, Stephen Waddington. Uh, Alan Armstrong and Peter Guinness. Oh, when you say Lisa Marie, is it Lisa Marie Presley? No, his ex-wife Lisa Marie. Right. Yes. Who's oh, also... wait, the one who's in Mars Attacks. Yes, and she played Vampire in Edward. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. He gets some hotties, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, this is before he was married to uh, Helen Bonkar, so she's not in it. Yeah, <laughs> understandably. <laughs> Why she would be, but it's one of his best. Mm. Um, everything, the, the look about it is brilliant. The the opening act, the opening mm. scene with the uh, the scarecrow with the pumpkin head on it, <coughs> and the guy running through the cornfields, and yeah, it just looks great. The thunder, lightning, uh, the town of Sleepy Hollow, which I think was actually built entirely, mm. just looks fucking great. Um, it's a real place, by the way. Mm. Is in uh, upstate New York. Yeah, I believe I would like to go there one day. Road trip. Road trip. Just start a Patreon page. Send Finn to Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> yeah. Should I go down well? <laughs> Send me on holiday. I'm <laughs> <laughs> watching movies and talking. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. We have real jobs too. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, I, I do like this film. The thing. 
the uh, so basically Ichabod Crane is this kind of nerdy detective who's sent from New York City to this town upstate to investigate these uh, these murders. I think it, it seems it, it's kind of implied that he's sent there to kind of get rid of him, mm. like he's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, a bit like um, in Hot Fuzz. Yeah, when Sir Angel is sent to the middle of nowhere, basically just to get rid of him because he's annoying, mm. um, which is what they seem to do with Ichabod, <coughs> who is also, has to be said, an absolute wimp. Oh, God, yeah. He is completely... He's a great sort of detective, but he is kind of... He is a wimp. Yeah, he's really, really squeamish. Yeah, he's right? very squeamish, yeah. Mm. He's like blood and mm. like... Um, yeah, there's a brilliant scene in it when um, he is... Coming, he after he's sort of been knocked out, he wakes I know up. Exactly he's which down bit the you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. and he comes out. I decided to take men into the western woods, mm. and in an interview for the um, like the press release of the the, the uh, what do you call it? The tour they do. They yeah, like the press tour. Press tour. That's mm. it. Um, Johnny Depp was on the Big Breakfast. Remember the Big Breakfast? Yeah, oh God, yeah. Yeah, I still. When TV in the morning was good. Introduced was actually... you to a couple of parts of Kelly Brook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. What was it? It was Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Outen. It was Johnny know? Vaughan and Denise Van Outen. And it was actually Johnny Vaughan was interviewing Johnny Depp. Mm. And he said, they showed that clip. Mm. And he turned around and he goes, you sound just like Swiss Tony in that. Mm. Do you know Swiss Tony? No. The car salesman from the Far Show. Jesus. Driving a car is not like making love to a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> And Johnny Depp admitted, he goes, yeah, that's what I was doing. That's brilliant. He said he admitted that he was actually a huge fan of the Far Show mm. and he was just doing a Swiss Tony impression. That's wicked. <laughs> Which also led to Johnny Depp being on the Far Show a couple mm. of years later. He had a cameo with the, um, oh, Sutrusa. Yeah. Those guys. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> For those who don't know the Far Show, it was a comedy sketch show mm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. And it was funny. It was great. Yes. Um, Crystal Walken is great in it as the, the Hessian. Mm. He actually admitted after he'd been cast that he didn't know how to ride a horse. Oh, I think I knew about that. <laughs> Overall, the horseman's played by three different people, isn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So you've got yeah. the one who does the horse riding, you've got Christopher Walken for the scenes when he's got a head, and mm. then his body is played by Ray Park, who is Darth Maul. Ah, mm. and the frog thing, yeah, Toad. The, from yeah, X Toad from X-Men. That's it, that's it. Uh, Johnny Depp did all of his own stunts. Wow, it's, it's easy to impressive. stand around whimpering. But no, the, the, the final kind of chase scene there's mm. a lot of slapstick humour oh no I see I forgot about the carriage bit yeah. backwards on the horse mm. and that's actually a lot of that is taken from the legend of Sleepy Hollow the cartoon from 1949 is that the animated Disney one yes with mm. Bing Crosby yeah but it's very slapstick and it's very and which is great I think you can find that on YouTube that's another great one mm. check out um and yeah, the, obviously it's a cartoon, it's very slapstick, and when he's being chased, there's bits where yeah, he's stuck backwards on the horse, or mm. he's like upside down and gets hit by branches and stuff like that, which they've basically taken that and put it into a live-action thing with Johnny Depp, and it's really, it works really well. And it is funny, there are funny bits in it. Mm. It's not like complete, just like straight-up horror. There are like comical bits well, yeah, in The it. bit I thought you were going to reference, and you said like the bit after he'd been knocked out and he wakes up and he goes, you don't understand, it was a headless horseman. Yes, we know. No, but he, it was a horseman and he was headless. Yes, we know, we told you. We, oh, we all told <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> Michael Campbell. Yeah. Like, yes, we know. We told you this. <laughs> <It was> horseman. 
Headless one. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> and when he's like, they find the spider, it's like, kill it. No, no, stun it. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've got. A bit of a bollocking at work one time when we saw this massive spider behind the bar, and I think I was really, really hungover. That was pretty much my reaction. It was like, kill it, burn it, get it with fire, and then like disappeared. We couldn't find it, and then the, the boss came down the stairs to find me crawling around on my hands and knees with a claw hammer looking for it. So, um, I'm kind of the same. Yeah, I, they gotta go. They Sorry, gotta go. you're not welcome here. There's no point in having more than four legs. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if you've got any, if you've got four legs, you definitely, definitely shouldn't be not very unstrokable. Yeah. Uh, my favourite scene in this, though, actually, which you mentioned earlier, is um, the, actually the whole scene, the whole church scene, mm. where <clears throat> excuse me, they all pack into the church because he can't step on hallowed yeah. ground. So he throws one of his knives into it. The moment it touches hallowed ground, you see and the knife disintegrate. Just disintegrate. Yeah. Yeah. And the absolute panic and pandemonium that's going on. It's like everyone in town has tried to get in there. Mm. And the whole time, the this kind of conspiracy is unraveling, mm. and everyone starts accusing each other. And then one of them pulls a gun, yeah. shoots somebody. Another one grabs the giant cross and just batters him around the head with it. Oh, yeah. It's just absolute fucking chaos. And then you've got Christina Ritchie in the middle of it, drawing some kind of witch's symbol on the floor for protection. Mm. It's absolutely mental. And then the horseman spears. Gambon in the back through the window and mm. drags him out of the church and cuts his head off. So he manages to get so it's just his head's just poking through yeah, the Yeah, through the, the fence panels, that's it, yeah. Takes his head off. Yeah. Um, I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. One weird thing, though, which I found out, mm. which I think Johnny Depp commented on later on in an interview, he said he found it very odd that Burton had cast Christina Ritchie as his love interest because mm. he had known her since she was nine. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that is an odd one. Yeah, I'm not sure how comfortable I'd be with that. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I don't have a single joke that we could leave in the show. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not even go there. Uh, but yeah. Great film. Yeah. Next. Just the last movie? It's actually the last film we'll talk about. It's a fairly short one today. Well, okay. I got a little something, something yes, for yeah. you. We're not totally done, but yeah, this is the last sort of full movie we're talking about. Mm. Uh, Trick or Treat. Which oh, I didn't get around to watching this, unfortunately. Well, trick or treat. Mm. So you've not seen it at all? No, not at all. Ah, it is a good one. I recommend it. Mm. Um, yeah, from 2007, directed by Michael Doherty, mm. who also directed Krampus. Yes. Which is another great film, which we will be talking about for another sometime season. around Christmas. <laughs> um, and produced by Brian Singer mm. of X-Men, X-Men fame. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, he did other movies as well, but like but, yeah. the usual suspects, Mission yeah. Impossible. So this is basically, um, it's all set on Halloween night in one town, and it's, uh, is it four or five interwoven stories? I literally just told you I haven't seen it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. Not here to help. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a bunch of interwoven stories all set around the same, kind of imagine like a Pulp Fiction yeah. for Halloween, that kind of bit, all interwoven stories. Uh, stars Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, Dylan Baker, Rochelle Etties, and Quinn Lord, and some other people. But um, it's very it, it's it, the start of it, and there are quite a few bits in it have their homages to Halloween. Mm. Um, there's the character of Sam, who's the the one on the box, right? The little the child with the big burlap sack sack head. Yeah. 
um, and he is kind of his background isn't really explained, but I think he, he's kind of like the spirit of Halloween. Okay. And the film starts with uh, a, his point of view, first person, as he's watching something and see it through the eyes and you hear the breathing a bit like the very start yeah. of Halloween. I've yes. just realised I said Brian Department instead of Brian Singer earlier on. Never mind. Mm. Carry on. <clears throat> yeah, it's over, like, it looks great. Like The photography, the cinematography in it is really cool. Um, it's actually based on a, a short animation that Michael Duggarty did way back in 1996 mm. called Season's Greetings. Okay. It's also on YouTube. It's if you great. want to go watch it free, it's only about two or three minutes long. Um, but that follows the character of Sam mm. as he's like going around trick-or-treating. Um, I don't want to give too much away because you haven't seen it and I want you to watch it. I just, mm. and yeah, it is really great though. Uh, Brian Cox's character, the look of it, the look of him is based on John Carpenter. Right. So he's got like the long scraggly yeah. hair and the moustache and Brian Cox is really funny in it. Like again, mm. it's not like, it, it's kind of fun. Mm. Um, a fun Halloween film. He's an actor who doesn't get to do fun stuff often enough as well. No, he, yeah, he doesn't. He's always cast as like very serious, mm. I mean he was Hannibal Lecter for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, he's always like a very serious actor and this, yeah, he seems like he has a bit more fun of it. So you've seen, uh, was it The Long Kiss Goodnight? Samuel L. Jackson, Gina Davis. Oh, very well, many years ago. Yeah, he's in that. He's fucking hilarious, isn't mm. it? And um, yeah, in this, he is. He plays like the uh, the grouchy old man next door neighbor. Mm. There's a great line where he, he hears like some rustling. He's like, "What is that? Wait, I've got an NRA membership in my pocket." <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go as more as, but I, I want you to watch it. <laughs> Sorry for dicking on that then. Um. <laughs> no, it's a great film though. Um, yeah, it's like, again, it's just uh, it's just fun. Mm. It's a lot of fun. It's all, it's very Halloween y. Do I take it as well? Like all the stories all kind of tie into one? Yes, or? they do. It all, it all links together. Cool. Basically, it's all very cool. Um, I, think I tell you, I watched that one um, Necronomicon, Book of the Dead. Mm. Um, and like while it is, there's three like short horror stories all told in it. They're completely unrelated, apart from the fact they all take place in the Book of the Dead. Ah, right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, these all um, they all link up together. Yeah. In some way, and even in like parts of the story, of one story, mm. you might see characters from another story in the background. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It's all very cool. This actually, this is a big. It's a very popular film. Has mm. a huge cult following. And over the years, has gained a lot more attention, but it actually never got a theatrical release. It went straight to DVD. Really? Yeah. Um, That's even more impressive then. There aren't, there's kind of, there's no real official reason. Mm. But one of the reasons that most people think is that the studio kind of bulked it. It was scheduled for October 2000 release, 2007 mm. release in theatres. Yeah. Um, but they think they bulked because. One, they didn't want to compete with whatever Saw film was coming out that Halloween. Wise move. Yeah, and also the last time Michael Doherty and Brian Singer got together mm. was Superman Returns, which... Was shit. And did not make any money. Good. So that's <coughs> probably the most likely reason that they were like, eh, it's just take a shot your DVD. Mm. And it's not like a big, it looks great, but yeah, it's not like a big, big budget film. There aren't yeah. like loads of effects in it or anything like that. Again, it's more, it's atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of these are really. Yeah. But yeah, Trick or Treat, you I'm must watch it. Still waiting for Brian Singer to hit his form again, man. Hasn't he gone a bit loopy recently? Yeah, I mean, he made, obviously he made like the first two X-Men movies and he, he I think he wrote 
the script for The Usual Suspects when he was like 17. I think he was like either only 19 or really early 20s mm. when he actually directed it. He was like a child prodigy, wasn't yeah, he? Like Harmony Korea or something. Like, it was so good. And then like obviously he disappeared off the scene instead of making the third X-Men movie, that was when he went off to go make Superman Returns. Yeah. Which has literally got an action scene in it and it's just a really drab, boring film. It is very boring. <laughs> I mean, it, it, in terms of like paying homage to the original Richard Donners, then yeah. yeah, it's fucking brilliant. I mean, Brandon Roof looks and sounds exactly like Christopher Reeve in it. They did a really yeah, good Gene job. Yeah, Hackman. Oh, sorry, Kevin Spacey is bald He's basically doing Gene Hackman. Hackman, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's great. They've even got his um, sidekicks it's like a very very boring remake yeah Um, it's supposed to take place before Superman 3 or 4 oh right Um, they they weren't any good either no they weren't Um, Superman 3 had one bit in it I liked where Superman ends up fighting Superman because he gets pissed and decides he's going to fuck up people's day that was good and Richard Pryor Richard Pryor Um, Um, what did he do after that so then but he recently did well he did most of Bohemian Rhapsody mm. and they took a break for Christmas and he never came back. Right. And no one knows why. To be fair, I don't think it would have helped. That film is one of the most underwhelming, disappointing movies. Like, I was excited for Bohemian Rhapsody. I was not that excited, so I didn't... I thought it was okay. That's it. It was so... It's so generic. By the numbers. Yeah, it's such it's a paint-by-numbers by biopic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he disappeared... And after, didn't come back. After fucking up two more X-Men movies. Yeah, you know? and then I think Dexter Fletcher took over Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. He had to, like, finish it off. Mm. And um, But he was trying to get Rocket Man off the ground, which is now out at the moment. Mm. It's supposed to be very good. But, um, yeah, they dragged Jack Dexter Fletcher in because Brian Singer just kind of fucked off and never came back. Oh, I was really trying to argue about who made the worst movie between him and Zack Schneider. <laughs> But yeah, I, I have no idea what he's working on at the moment. Did he do that last X Men film? Yeah, it made the X Men Dark. Well, it's just called Dark Phoenix, and apparently I've I've yet to watch it. I've I'm not heard I'm, anything good about it. Neither. I've heard it's actually worse than X Men: The Last Stand, which is the last time they tried to do the Dark Phoenix story. That was three, right? The yeah. one he didn't. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, that one was crap. Then afterwards, you went back and they did First Class after that, which was good. Well, they did, I think they did one of the or, the origin movie first, like the X Men Origins Wolverine. That was terrible. Everyone rags on that. I just literally, I think I just turned my brain off and just watched a completely pointless action film. And I didn't hate, I didn't love it by any stretch of the imagination. Yes, the butchery of Deadpool, you know, I'm not even bothered talking <laughs> about that. But, um, yeah, then after what we got first class and shit after, then they really start to pick back up. First class, I really liked. First class was the best one since X Men 2. Like, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I, I quite liked the standalone movie, just the Wolverine. I thought that was just a perfectly safe, solid Wolverine movie. Don't think I saw it. It gets a bit stupid in the last 10, 15 minutes, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's near too bad, near too bad. Yeah. Anyway, Brian, I hope you're doing well. Ah, uh... oh, Brian, I don't give two shits, mate. If a business strange conversation for men who are crazy. Got hairy bone in his hand. That is a hairy bone. That is a hairy bone with the very, very suspect shape at the bottom and top. Is this really the real... What was it called? This the, was called Ghostbusters. I thought um, it was the real Ghostbusters. No, the real Ghostbusters is the one that was actually based on the movies. This is just something else then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember there had always been a really cool little thing that I really liked. that um, The guy who does the voice of Peter Venkman in the Ghostbusters animated series, in the real Ghostbusters animated series, is the same guy who does the voice of Garfield. 
And then obviously Bill Murray right. went on to voice Garfield. Went on to voice, yeah. I've always thought that was a really cool little thing. Right. Sorry, we're getting distracted. We're yeah. watching cartoons on in silence. <laughs> whilst, uh, what the hell's going on there? I don't know, man. This might be good. Robot vampires? It's no Jaws 4, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So those were some treats for Halloween to mm. watch. Um, yeah, the stuff on YouTube's good. Just putting on on a say Halloween night pumpkin carving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, some honourable mentions. Mm. Uh, any Universal horror film from the thirties or forties? Hell's yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. Because reasons. And any kind of like fifties <clears throat> boom movie, uh, like the the thing from another world. The blob. Ooh, the blob. Ooh, like yeah. Mm. All just great Halloween watching. Mm. Uh. The Old Dark House, which I haven't seen, mm. but it was a, I believe it was a James Whale film that was thought to be lost until very recently. This has cropped up on some list I've seen. Because it it's just there. come out on Blu-ray now. Right. Um, yeah, it, it, he made this, I think, just after Frankenstein or just after Freaks. No, Todd Brown did Freaks. I'm getting confused now. But anyway, it was believed that it was lost mm. for decades. Right. Um, it's from the 1930s, and they've just... Re- rediscovered it remastered put it back together and you can now get it on Blu-ray and it's mm. supposed to be very good cool so I hopefully will get to watch it at some point I've not found a copy yet but yeah The Old Dark House it's kind of a crappy name but mm. it's supposed to be very good another one I'll mention uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine The Halloween Heist yeah <laughs> Just probably the least Halloween-y kind of thing we're going to talk about, but they're just... I don't know, their level of dedication is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if you haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's a sitcom with... Uh, who is it? It's Andy Samberg. Yeah, Andy it? Samberg, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, um, and it's about Brooklyn's finest. And every season, a bit like The Simpsons, they do a Halloween episode where they have the Halloween heist, mm. where they basically challenge each other. I think the first one is... Jake, Andy Samuels' character, has to steal the captain's Medal of Valor from his office without him knowing it. Mm. Um, And then I can't remember the second one. What do they do? I don't remember, man. I can't remember. But yeah, every Halloween they have the Halloween heist where it's, yeah, some challenge is set and whoever needs to find out the winner. Was it the world's greatest detective slash genius is the prize they get. They've got like a wrestling belt done up for it, haven't they? they? It changes. I think there's a medal in the first one, then there's some kind of trophy. Yeah, mm. then there's a wrestling-style belt in, mm. I think, the fourth one. Um, but yeah, they're fucking... It's a, it's a really funny show, but also they are probably the best episodes because yeah. you generally don't know who's going to win it mm. throughout the... I've seen all of them a few times, and I still forget who's going yeah. who's gonna to get it. Um, I think it's in the second one where Jake ends up on this Halloween party bus, mm. and there's all these... They're all dressed up, and there's uh, one guy who just keeps going, It's Halloween! <laughs> and then it turns out, at the end, Captain Holt, who's the, the most like stiff, kind of up and mm. like... It was actually him in disguise. Mm. And the way he finds out is he just says to Jake, It's Halloween! <laughs> He's like, oh, It was you! <laughs> uh, but yeah, check them out. They're all on Netflix. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got on? Stranger Things Season 2. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's all set at Halloween. Yes. They run around dressed as Ghostbusters. Yes. There's even more John Carpenter references than normal. Yes. And in the last episode, they've got still a good 20 minutes of fucking 80s to throw in, and they just <laughs> put it all into one scene. <laughs> yes. And even like the bit where they're all dressed up, going, da 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 dressed up, and they get there and realise they're the only ones dressed up. So, uh, you can't be Stans. I was going to be Stans. Why? You should be Zedmore. Why should I be Zedmore? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Halloween Tree mm. is a cartoon from I think 1993. Uh, Leonard Nimoy's in it. It's have you seen it? It's yeah, it's all right. It's it looks great. It's actually based on a book by a guy whose name I did not write down. Okay, but if you get the book, so it's very good. And yeah, the the cartoon's good. Again, it is a bit like it's just that kind of old school, nostalgic, creepy fun. Mm. I actually read a horror short story the other day. It was fucking horrible. Okay. It's called, um, you, I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's called um, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. No? <laughs> what? Um, so imagine. I'm looking at that uh, Yeah, um, imagine um, basically before the Cold War happens, um, we make supercomputers like Skynet, but okay. every country's got their own one. And then all these computers <clears throat> end up linking up together. And they will form one great big uber brain that just takes over the fucking world. Pretty much wipe out all of humanity bar these five people that are left. And this thing has become like omnipotent, omniscient. It can literally do and think whatever the fuck it wants. And it turns out you're basically having a depressive bitch fit because it's found out it's not really life. It's just AI. And so it's torturing, torturing these five people over and over. Like they can keep them alive. It's apparently been doing it for hundreds of years. It can stop them from dying. Like if they outright die, and like you know, their heart stops and they're dead, then they're fucked. But like anything else that happens to them, it can heal them, bring them back to. So it's basically like ripping their arms off, making their arms grow back. It's like that. Um, did you ever see mm. I Saw the Devil? Oh, of it. Where it's the uh, there's a serial killer on the loose, and he kills the wife, the pregnant wife of a uh, the sort of Korean equivalent to a special service mm. service uh, agent, and the agent takes his holiday, his grievance leave, bereavement, mm. and they say you can take as long as you want. It's like two weeks. Like now, nah, as long as you want, it's like two weeks. Like mm. okay, he spends the two weeks hunting down the killer, mm. captures him, tortures him, lets him go. Mm. hunts him down again captures him tortures him some more lets him go and he keeps doing this that's awesome it's, it's the guy the guy that plays the killer is uh, uh, old boy yeah oh, no, I've seen a thing on this as well yeah, yeah. it's an amazing film it's dark it's fucked up mm. uh, there's some brilliant fights there's a, a knife fight between three guys in a moving taxi with the camera constantly moving around the taxi Jesus it's absolutely insane uh, it's a long film. It's about two and a half hours. But mm. yeah, if you ever get a chance to see I Saw the Devil, check that out. Yes. Fucking brilliant film. And of course, an honourable mention goes to Halloween. Yay! Seventy-eight, which we have talked about on, oh God, like the first episode? First episode, man. Yeah, we yeah. talked with the three big franchises. That's it. Halloween. Uh, it's a classic. It's still great to watch at Halloween. It's still scary. Mm. 40 years later. <laughs> Um, I remember watching this with a friend of mine a couple of years ago and he just kept jumping up. He's like, I forgot how scary this was, shit. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, some oral mentions there. Mm. Plenty to be watching this Halloween, y'all. Yeah, well, 
Tack on to the end of that. Now for you've you. got some surprises for us. I have got some surprises. These are movies I have not seen. I have not seen a single one of these films. However, okay. with it being the run up to Halloween, Amazon Prime have added on a bunch of the weirdest, freakiest fucking sounding movies I've ever seen. And I had to write down these were like the 10 ones I death, spotted. Death Comes to Frogtown? Is that one? Uh, that one was on the list, but I didn't write that one That's down. That's the Rowdy Roddy Piper one, is uh, it? Yep, the it's other, on there. The other one. I've also got, um, what was it? Uh, Oh, Newcomb High or Class of Newcomb High, yeah. that's on there at the moment. Wow. But he was my favourite. We'll start nice and easy with Ninjas versus Zombies. Uh, Apparently, okay. the plot to that is not what you think it is straight away. Right. It's three guys accidentally unleash an army of zombies, and so they get granted magical ninja powers to go and fight them. Are they turtles? I have no fucking idea. It's as far as I got, and I couldn't stop laughing. Have you seen Cockneys versus Zombies? Yes, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unironically. I nearly watched it last night. I think that's still on Netflix. That's been on Netflix for like six years. It's not. It's definitely on Prime <laughs> at the moment. But I, like, I, just, I think someone described that to me as it Snatch meets um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And it is. And it's pretty much as good as that implies as well. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, so we've got one. What one called Zoombies. Zoombies? Zoombies. But it's Zoombies. Zulu bumblebees? There's an outbreak of undeadness in a zoo and all the animals become undead and somehow that means that they're now out of their cages and dangerous and so it's a fucking problem. Okay. Uh, that just made me chuckle. <laughs> it was just like, so what? So they're all undead now, but they're still in fucking cages. Ah, but. <laughs> ah, well. Um, okay. What else do we have? Um, one that I just saw the name and I think I laughed for a solid 10 minutes last night. Uh, Terror at Blood Fart Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even read what it was about. I've just written sexy spoof horror because apparently it's a sexy lady movie. But, um, Terror at Blood. Oh my god, it's real. Yeah, I'm not. Mate, it's a sequel. From 2009. Yeah, there's a sequel as well. The legend of Blood Fart Lake is, well, legendary. When a group of college kids head off to their friend's cabin for a little high octane sex weekend. <laughs> Sound like fucking um, Lisa Tarbuck there. Mm. <laughs> High octane sex weekend. They will get more than they bargained for in the form of the evil scarecrow killer, Jimmy Van Burnt. Seems like nobody is safe at spooky cabins in the woods by the lake these days. I guess not. It's got a four, four rate. Four, four out of ten. Four point zero rating. Man, way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh Yes, and yes, there is a sequel mm. called Return to Blood Fart Lake. It's got a 4.1. Oh my God, it gets better. It literally got better. <laughs> <laughs> Terror at Blood Fart Lake. Oh my God, it looks so cheap. It looks like fucking like Doom from the 90s graphics. Mm. <laughs> it looks horrendous. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be great. Okay, not yet rated. After 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that would involve someone from the BBFC staying awake for the duration <laughs> yeah. of the movie, wouldn't the one it? One hour and 16 minutes, yeah. yeah. Right, next up, Furry Nights. Furry Nights? Furry. As in like... As in furries. As in the weird sex people that yeah. dress up as... Okay. Plot to this one. Not that you're weird if anyone's listening. We, we, we're all open here, but... <laughs> Not for me, thank you. A um, bunch of guys go out into the woods hunting accident and they accidentally shoot a furry that looks like a deer and so the other furries go mad and come after them and start trying to murder them. I th I'd watch that. I think I'd watch that. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to watch that. Yeah. 
Um, what else have we got? There's a couple I want to save right at the end. Um, oh, this one sounds really, really odd and the sort of thing that I probably would have gotten really, really high and watched a few years back. This is called The Killer Eye. And apparently it's uh, some guy is trying to prove that the eye truly is the gateway to another dimension by opening another dimension through somebody's eye and instead accidentally causes a giant floating eyeball that goes around killing people to appear. Righteous. <laughs> Indeed. Um, this one I'm actually genuinely interested by. One called Plan 9. Not from Outer Space? It's a remake. Oh, okay. Of the actual movie, they've tried to actually do a serious version of Plan 9 Have you seen Plan 9 from Outer Space? Yes, I have. It's boring. It's boring as fuck. It's so fucking boring. Just watch Ed Wood instead. Yeah, just, yeah. Ed Wood is a fucking great film. Yeah. And much better than anything Ed Wood actually made. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one called Attack of the Herbals. Set in Scotland. Herbal tea creates zombies. <laughs> okay. I thought you were about herbal pills. Uh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> Uh, another one called uh, Wacko um, some guy is it about Michael Jackson <laughs> you know it probably should be um, it's someone accidentally gets killed in a freak weed whacker accident <laughs> <laughs> and, um, is this just not on the Darwin Awards um, oh, they do have a thousand ways to die on there as well um, which, if you've never seen that it's just hilarious just... what the Seth MacFarlane one um, uh, a thousand ways to die is one that's um, yeah. I think it's directed by him. It's all narrated by Ron Perlman. Uh, no, um, it's very very funny. Uh, they did have the season of that on Netflix as well. I'm not sure where that is now. Right, um, where are the last two? Uh, I couldn't pick a favourite between these two. So you can have the one that made me laugh or the one that made me go, "What the actual fuck?" Which one would you like first? Uh, let's go with the one that made you laugh. Right, here's the problem. I've just looked at them both again and I can't decide which one's making me do it more either. <laughs> okay, so we'll go on with Made Me Laugh in terms of like, I can't believe they've actually gotten away with making this. It's called Dark Side of the Womb. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's about a midget who falls in love with a normal-sized lady or she's referred to in the sploosh, um, a sploosh, sorry, movie sploosh, what do you call it? Blurb, we've got movie blurb, not sploosh. Synopsis. Yeah, that one, that, that real word that people actually use when they're grown-ups, <laughs> not overtired and needing more tea. Uh, so yeah, a dwarf falls in love with a larger lady. Um, he goes around to see her one night to find that her ex-boyfriend, who's a bit of a nut job, is dressed up as a clown and murdered her. And he apparently then gets mentally scarred by the whole instance and then cuts up her body so that he can climb inside it himself and rebirth himself through her. Cool. I mean, uh, I'd like to see a pitch meeting about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're, we're going to what? <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. inconvenience. <laughs> can we say that? <laughs> ah, well, we did. Uh, All right, and the last one. Oh, this film sounds... I don't know who the fuck okayed this. Um, even more than the last one. So there is a conspiracy theorist. Conspiracy theorist. The movie is called Osombi. <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what year has this come out? Uh, I think it was about 2009, 2010. I don't know, I didn't check. I thought it was probably best not to. Osombi. It's called Osambi, uh, and it's a conspiracy theorist is convinced that Osama bin Laden is still alive despite being shot and killed and buried at sea. Right. And it turns out that... He's right. 
He is right. He is still alive, living undead at the bottom of the ocean and makes his way back to New York to start building his fucking undead army of terrorists. Wow. <laughs> right? Who the fuck came up with that? I'm not sure if I want to shoot him in the head or buy him a beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But those are the, those were the ten weird ones I could find. And they're all on Amazon Prime. They're all right on now. Amazon Prime and no one. Well, you know what? I think we should just forget that whole list I came up with and everyone should watch them. <laughs> Expand your mind! <laughs> you, you have to to get through some of them. What's that line? Free your mind. Your ass will follow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. So we've got some watching to do. Apparently. We've got some watching to do. Uh, also, I have just found a version of Three from Hell. Oh, really? Which we can watch this week. Yeah, That sounds amazing. Because uh, it didn't get a theatrical release. Um, there's also a film I, somebody sent me on Instagram. Uh, films I like to watch at Halloween. A film, I don't know if you've heard of this. Have you heard of a film called Five Girls? Not One Cup. Nope. Um, five Girls. No, I don't think I have. It's got Ron Perlman in it. Hi, Ron. Oh, wait. Hang on a minute. 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 Yeah, hang on. Five wayward teenage girls are sent to a reformatory uh, and discover they possess unique powers to battle an ancient demon uh, which holds thrall over the sinister institution. I've seen this. You have but, seen it. But I was... I'd never heard of drunk it. Drunk and very plant drunk when I watched it. So. Ah, plant drunk. Yeah. Because um, he's like almost their kind of Van Helsing style instructor y person. Well, it kind of sounds like the plot to, um, what was that awful? Uh, uh, Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah. kind of. But this is from 2006. Mm. Um, yeah, I was wondering if you'd heard of it. I will try and check that out if I can find a copy of it. Yes, um, yes. Yes. Anyways. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> <gasps> you picture the whole time. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, enjoy your Halloween. We will. I, you'll be working probably, won't you? Oh yeah, but I'll be very, very pissed. I, oh wait, it's Thursday, isn't it? I have yeah. the Friday off. I think on the weekend afterwards, like I think I'm actually off, I've got a day off on the weekend. Yeah, I, I... the weekend after, yeah, I have a long weekend that weekend, so. Cool. I will see you for movies and drunkenness in the yes. coming weeks. Uh, till next time, where next? What are we doing next? I think we're going to do an episode on Neil Marshall. That sounds good. Yes. We wanted to rewatch Dog Soldiers for ages. Yes, I think Dog Soldiers, The Descent, Doomsday, uh, and oh, are you going to watch Hellboy? I am going to watch Hellboy. <laughs> right there with you, brother. Okay. Uh, yes, and then it'll be. Well, I don't know. We might get another one in for Christmas. We got these two done pretty quickly, didn't we? We did, actually, yeah. We are in slightly closer proximity these days. Yes, but also, but then again, it has been a month. We're, say, we're sporadic. Yeah, we are sporadic. <laughs> but like I said, we got jobs. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> and you work weekends as well. I do. So, anyway, I hope you had fun. Have a good Halloween and check your candy. <laughs> See ya.